Which foods will help protect and defend your baby's health from their very first bites and beyond? In this episode, I share some of my favorite first foods and explain why they are my favorite and why they are perfect first foods for your little one. Some of these are not your typical baby-led weaning foods, but these foods all align with the elements of holistic baby-led weaning. And plus, we're not going for typical here. In America, chronic conditions are becoming normal or typical in children. We want our children to be their happiest, healthiest, strongest, and smartest selves. And the types of foods we are feeding absolutely play a role. Hey there, welcome to the Holistic Baby-Led Weaning Podcast. If you're a crunchy or holistic mama, this podcast is for you. My name is Alyssa, and like you, I am currently navigating the chaotically beautiful journey of motherhood. I'm also a free-thinking pharmacist who's obsessed with all things natural and holistic. That's right, I'm a crunchy pharmacist, and I've made it my mission to help you defend your little one's health from their very first bites and beyond, so they grow into their happiest, healthiest, strongest, and smartest self. So if you're hungry for more, let's dive in. Hello, welcome back to the Holistic Baby-Led Weaning Podcast. If you have been listening to these episodes in real time, you might be wondering if I have abandoned the podcast. I have not. I took some time off from recording while I focused on finishing and launching my online Holistic Baby-Led Weaning course, and I also had a baby. (laughs) So we have been spending the past couple of months just adjusting to life with a toddler and a newborn, and I'm finally feeling like I'm coming out of that postpartum haze. So here I am. Our little guy is here. He's beautiful. He's perfect. I did share a birth story on Instagram, and I can link that post in the show notes if you're interested in reading that. And I've actually contemplated recording a little bonus episode to share my story here, because if you're anything like me, I absolutely love reading birth stories. So look out for that. Um, But it truly was the most magical and empowering experience of my life. We planned a home birth with an incredible midwife team and we ended up having an unintentional free birth because he came so fast, like within an hour of my water breaking and labor kicking in. It was absolutely wild, but magical at the same time. So I won't share the whole story here, um, but if you're interested in that, uh, definitely check out my Instagram post that I will share in the show notes, and then I'll probably record a future episode um, and just kind of talk about our birth story and how we decided on a home birth. So all of that to say, I am so happy to be back recording. I've had these coming episodes outlined for literally months now. So hopefully my little guy will stay sleeping. I am in my top of the line recording studio that also doubles as my closet. So let's hope I can get this thing recorded before he wakes up. All right, so before I dive into this episode, I just want to share a little bit more about my course that is finally launched. Obviously, I did not release any episodes during the launch period, so here I am talking about it now. So what started as a late night, I can't fall asleep idea has evolved over the past two years into an online course that has already helped almost 100 families, which is absolutely crazy to think about. My mission was to just help at least one family, help at least one kiddo. And the fact that almost a hundred have taken this course really feels like a blessing on both ends. So this course will teach you 
everything that you need to know about nourishing your little one in a way that protects and defends their health from their very first bites and beyond. So the goal is that by implementing the information in this course, your child will grow into their happiest, healthiest, strongest, and smartest self. Now, obviously, the focus of this podcast and the course is baby-led weaning. However, the information is not specific to just the weaning period. There's a module that is focused more on kind of the baby-led weaning logistics, but there are other modules that are applicable to well beyond the weaning phase. So I've had families that have gone through this course as their little one is going to be starting solids and obviously it is geared towards them, but I've also had families with older kiddos, some 12 months, some even upwards of two years old, who have found the course extremely valuable as well and have said that the information has helped their whole family. So the whole focus of the course, I would say, bird's eye view, is how can we nourish our bodies, nourish our children in a way that is much more intentional to ultimately reduce risk for disease? Our goal when I say protecting and defending is how can we help our little ones build up a strong enough body that they are not having to deal with chronic health issues or acute health issues even. And so ultimately, by protecting and defending their health, they will grow into their happiest, their healthiest, their strongest, and their smartest selves. So that is the goal of the course. So if you want to learn more, follow the link in the show notes. That will take you to the course info page. That is where you can learn more about the course and sign up. You can also check out my Instagram. I have a lot of highlights saved. The most important ones are course FAQ, where I obviously answer questions about the course. Another good highlight is called BLW course. In that highlight, I walk through the course from start to finish, and it's like a sneak peek inside the course, and I show you exactly what the course includes and what each module Uh, entails. So that's a really great one. Usually if people have questions about whether or not the course is right for them or if it aligns with their family's values or needs, I refer them to that highlight. And usually after watching that, uh, you'll know for sure if the course is right for you or not. Another great highlight is the testimonials highlight, and that will just give you an idea of how the course has helped other families. So I launched the course at the end of May, and because I feel like I sort of left you out of the early bird special, I want to extend that offer for just my podcast listeners through the end of October. So you can use the code BLWPODCAST, and that will give you $100 off the course through October 31st. So make sure if you want to sign up for the course, make sure to use that code. I will include all of that information in the show notes. And if you have any questions, feel free to send me an email or message me on Instagram. I apologize if you've sent me an email within the last month. Uh, There was an issue with the email server and I was not getting any emails, but I figured it out. It took half the day to figure out, but I got it figured out. Everything's up and running. Um, So if you did send me an email, please just resend one. I'm so sorry if you've been trying to reach me, but otherwise you can always reach out to me on Instagram. That's usually uh, a great place as well. I usually check my um, messages and try to get back to you within a few days. All right, so let's get on with the episode. This episode was created by popular request. Now, it's no surprise that one of the first questions that parents have when starting to transition baby to solids is, what foods should I start with? 
everyone has a different different opinion here. There's not a right or a wrong answer. However, I, I think that being a little bit mindful and taking a more intentional approach to the introduction of first foods will go a long way in helping to protect and defend our little one's health. So I think there are a lot of things to consider here. If you do a quick Google search, most uh, baby-led weaning resources will simply say, baby can have anything that you're eating starting at six months as long as it's soft enough and cut into appropriate size pieces and baby is showing all signs of readiness. So this is sort of the consistent theme or the main piece of advice in the baby-led weaning world. However, as I've mentioned in previous episodes, this assumes that babies are simply mini-adults, which in reality, they're very different, right? They have very specific nutrient needs, their digestive system and immune systems are still developing, and they are more susceptible to the toxic burden placed on them. So I dive into these factors more in episode five and six, I believe it is. So be sure to check that out if you haven't already. Um, I won't talk about them in detail here, but I just wanted to bring them up to kind of set the framework for why I am sharing the foods that I'm sharing in this episode. Now, of course, that doesn't mean that we can't feed our baby what we eat. If we are consuming foods that align with how we want to feed our baby, then of course we should be feeding them what we eat. But because they're not eating very much, I always say let's be intentional about giving foods that support their health and development. Because giving processed foods or junk foods that are void of any nutritional value really is an opportunity missed to nourish their body and brain. Now, I definitely recognize that there is a time and a place for balance, uh, but really kind of my focus is these first few years when, you know, they're not going to be going to birthday parties when they're one years old and having cupcakes. Maybe they will, but you know, at one years old, they don't know what a cupcake is. <laughs> and if you don't give it to them, they, they don't know what they're missing. So let's be feeding their little tummies with foods that are really supporting their health and development. So another thing to consider is taste preferences are being established during these early years. So we know that children who eat processed foods are much more likely to develop a preference for processed foods. Obviously, if, we're, if our, we are giving our little one a lot of processed snacks that contain a lot of sugar um, and uh, carbohydrates, they often will develop a preference for those foods and that can be hard to kind of undo as they get a little bit older and especially into the toddler years when they are becoming a little bit more (laughs) strong-willed. So really the early months of starting solids are less about filling baby up and more about exposing them to new foods and meeting their specific nutrient needs and helping to really support their overall health and development. Okay, so then the question is, what foods should we feed? Well, in a nutshell, ideally we are giving foods that are nutrient-dense, foods that support the immune system, foods that are easily digestible and promote gut health, and foods that help to mitigate or at least not contribute to the toxic burden placed on baby. 
All right. So that being said, let's get down to the list of the seven foods. So these are just a few of the foods that are great to introduce around age six months. You can find these foods along with other foods that I recommend introducing around ages six to eight months in my free holistic baby led weaning guide. And I will link that in the show notes. Now, of course, these aren't exclusive lists. They are here just to provide some guidance and examples of which foods to introduce and when. All right, so I'm going to just list the foods here, the seven foods, and then just touch briefly on why I think they are beneficial as first foods. I won't dive into too much detail here as I feel like I could have an entire episode on each one, and I don't want to make it overcomplicated. I just want to give you some examples and then some of the main points. So the first food is bone broth. So bone broth is rich in collagen and gelatin, as well as glutamine, which has been shown to help heal the intestinal barrier in human and animal models. So in our little ones who have their digestive system still developing, bone broth is an amazing uh, complementary food that can really help support their digestive system. Bone broth also helps to support metabolism, detoxification, it helps to boost the immune system, it is nutrient-dense, and it may help reduce food sensitivities. So in terms of holistic baby-led weaning, uh, focusing on nutrient-dense foods, foods that support the digestive system, the immune system, and reduce the toxic burden, bone broth really hits on kind of each one of those pillars. All right, the second food is egg yolks. So egg yolks are extremely rich in choline, which is important for brain development. Egg yolks obviously contain proteins, vitamins, minerals, and healthy fats. And the reason I recommend egg yolks over the entire egg is the yolks are less allergenic than the egg whites. So I always recommend introducing the egg yolks first before introducing the egg whites. So bone broth and egg yolks. The third food is liver. So liver is, if you've been following me at all for any amount of time, you probably are sick of me talking about liver. Liver is nature's multivitamin. It is rich in heme iron, which is the more bioavailable form of iron. Um, It is rich in preformed vitamin A, which I won't talk too much about this here, but the vitamin A that we get from plant foods really is a precursor to vitamin A. A lot of plant foods are containing beta carotene, which our body has to then convert to the active form of vitamin A. And there's a lot of factors that affect how efficient we are at making this conversion. But in general, a majority, a lot of people do not make this conversion well. So the idea that we can just eat a ton of carrots, for example, and get enough vitamin A really is not the case for a lot of people. So liver contains that active form of vitamin A. Uh, It also contains, uh, it's rich in vitamin B12, protein, choline, vitamins, and other minerals, and it's extremely easy for baby to chew. There are a million ways that you could, okay, maybe not a million, but there are a number of ways that you can prepare liver, and I actually uh, had an entire, made an entire Instagram post about this because it is one of the most common questions I get, Um, so be sure to check that out. I can link it in the show notes just so it's easily accessible. Um, That's a good post to save for when you need inspiration. All right, the fourth food 
is kind of a weird one, but sauerkraut or sauerkraut juice. So sauerkraut, if it is not pasteurized, so raw sauerkraut is going to be extremely rich in probiotics. Now, there are amazing probiotic supplements out there, but in general, whole food sources of probiotics are not only going to provide more, a higher amount of probiotics, but also a wider variety, which is also really important because you don't want to necessarily just have a supplement with one strain of probiotics. You want variety. Sauerkraut is also going to help promote that broad taste palette. So exposing our little ones to this food when they are young, it's going to help broaden that taste palette versus just giving them, say, fruit all the time. Nothing wrong with fruit. This just helps to broaden that taste palette. So uh, sauerkraut is also going to be supportive of gut health. It's going to help boost the immune system. Uh, One thing to look out for, though, with the sauerkraut is because it is more acidic, Some kiddos can get what's called a perioral rash, where they can get a rash around their mouth and sometimes sometimes even around in the bum area. Um, And this is just from the acidic nature of the juice. And this can be common from uh, acidic foods like sauerkraut or citrus fruits, for example. So just something to look out for. Um, I know a few people have run into that and they've asked me if that's normal or if that's something they should be concerned about. Obviously, if there's any swelling or um, if it's more of like hives or if you just have any question or concern that it might be an allergy, obviously consult your trusted healthcare provider. All right, so we covered bone broth, egg yolks, liver, sauerkraut juice, (laughs) pretty much none of the common baby led weaning foods. (laughs) Um, The fifth one is banana, and this is just because who doesn't love bananas? But bananas are rich in fiber and antioxidants, and I really love them because they are such an easy snack for on the go. They are in a peel. You don't have to worry about keeping them cold, keeping them clean. Um, Just they're delicious and they're easy. The sixth food is avocado, and avocados are just extremely healthy in fats. Um, I love that they can be easily mixed with bone broth, They could be mixed with breast milk or any other liquid. They contain enzymes that help with digestion. And overall, they are just an extremely healthy food and they're delicious. And again, they are an easy snack for on the go. You can just throw a whole avocado in the diaper bag. I always bring a knife and a spoon and then you can literally just eat it out of the avocado shell skin. Avocado skin. (laughs) And the last food is sweet potatoes. I love sweet potatoes because they are just a nutrient-dense source of complex carbohydrates. Um, They're going to offer a great source of fiber, vitamins, and minerals, uh, which will help support the immune system and gut health and overall just health and development of your little one. So that wraps up the seven foods. Again, that's bone broth, egg yolks, liver, sauerkraut, or sauerkraut juice. A word on the sauerkraut. Um, If you are introducing the actual cabbage with it, that is fine. If your little one's around the six, seven, six or seven months, I would only do a tiny bit of the the actual cabbage just because it could present a choking risk if your little one is eating handfuls of the cabbage. So again, bone broth, egg yolks, liver, sauerkraut or sauerkraut juice, banana, avocado, and sweet potatoes. 
So that wraps up the seven foods. If you found this helpful and you want a list of additional foods that are great to introduce for the ages six to eight months, make sure to download my holistic baby led weaning guide linked in the show notes. That is a free download. Um, And that also will outline four simple ways that you can ensure you are nourishing your little one in a protective way. So that's kind of the framework for what I talk about in my course. And the six to eight month list of foods is actually taken from the full food intro list that I provide in my course, which is a list of foods from ages six to 24 months. I I always say that just because our little one is ready for solid foods, say around six to seven months, doesn't mean that they are ready for all solids. So that guide will take all the guesswork out of knowing what foods to introduce and when. So if you are wanting to take a much more holistic and intentional approach to starting solids. Again, check out the link in the show notes to learn more about my online course. And if you do sign up, make sure to take advantage of the $100 off with the promo code BLWPODCAST. And all of that will be in the show notes. All right, that wraps up this episode. I hope you found it valuable and I hope you feel inspired and empowered to take a more mindful and intentional approach to feeding your little one and your entire family. I am so happy to be back recording and I'm honored that you are here listening. The best way to follow along is really on Instagram. That's where I'm most active and truly the most meaningful way to show support for this podcast and help spread the message is to simply share this podcast with other like-minded people. That's all. If you have a friend, family member, or coworker who you think might find value in this podcast, please share it with them. And if you are on Instagram, take a screenshot and share it to your stories and tag me. I absolutely love connecting with my listeners. It's so fun to see your little ones and to see where you are in the world. And yeah, I just appreciate it. So thank you so much for being here. Until next time, remember it is so much easier to defend your child's health than it is to fight to get it back once lost. And you have the power to do that. For legal purposes, remember the information presented in this podcast is strictly for educational and informational purposes only. It is not meant to be used to diagnose or treat any medical condition or to replace the advice of a physician or medical practitioner. Please see your healthcare provider before starting any new health protocol. Some of the views and information shared in this podcast are not widely accepted by the medical community and may be considered a complementary functional alternative or integrative medicine and may not be endorsed by governmental institutions or align with governmental guidelines. You are encouraged to consult other resources and make independent judgments and use your intuition to determine what is best for your child.